The eHealth Insights podcast is an exciting opportunity to learn about the key developments in digital health in Australia and internationally. Tune in to stay up to date with the latest eHealth Insights and news from the Telstra Health team. In this episode of the eHealth Insights podcast, I was lucky enough to sit down with the Director of UK and Australia Partnership and Head of Medical Director, Matt Bardsley, and General Manager of Ecosystems, Louise Rives. In this episode, we discuss why more and more customers are migrating to cloud-based practice management software and how cloud can enable more efficient and responsive primary care. It's a timely chat too, as Medical Director celebrates its 30th birthday. We discuss how listening to customers for three decades has enabled Medical Director to support them through this challenging period by providing access to quality software, technology and tools to support clinical decisions, improve efficiency and workflow, and care planning support while enabling flexibility. We also talk about new solutions on offer to customers including data and analytics to provide better patient-centred care and why the ongoing acceleration of digital health and technology makes it an exciting time to work in medicine. Hope you enjoy. I'm Louise Rives. So I'm the general manager of what we call ecosystem within Medical Director. So I think we recognise that our products and platforms have stakeholders that exist outside of our customer base and us as an organisation. And we need to be in tune with those stakeholders, whether they be within government, whether they be within the private market. And so we have an entire division, I guess, that is designed to consider their interests and, and to work with them, including a myriad of different partners I've been with Medical Director for, I think it's about three and a half years. I sort of cut my teeth as an actuary within the data and analytics space. So working across lots of other different industries, taking big data assets and and working out how they can safely be used to create really valuable insight into how Australians go about doing what they do and how that can be used to help organisations make better decisions. So using some of that work that we've done in those other industries to sort of really bring in to to health, to to really action better outcomes through better use of data. That's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Keen to pick your brain on the use of data a little bit more in those insights. But Matt, it's been a while since we've spoken. For those that don't know Matt Barsley, introduce yourself for me. Hi, I'm Matt Barsley, the CEO of Medical Director. Um, But my, my journey continues. So still here, passionate about together making people healthier around the world, living that vision every day. And now medical director now within the Telstra Health business, which is fantastic. So it allows us to strengthen that vision and purpose even more. So looking forward to the conversation today and yeah. chatting more about that. Well, just building on that, it just recently celebrated 30 years, right, for medical director. And it's been 12 months since being acquired by Telstra Health. Talk to me more about what that all means and what's new for Medical Director. Yeah, it's been a crazy time. And I don't think it's been a crazy time for everyone. And I wanted to start by talking about our customers. So yes, we've been servicing the customers for 30 years, our general practice, practice managers, nurses, all around Australia. But I don't think there's been as tough a time in general practice as there is today. It really is quite a unique position that we see the industry in. You know, I've got some stats here, which is really interesting. 38% of demand increase of 38% by 2032 for general practice with a 15% reduction in GPs predicted for that same time. 
So we've got an increasing demand with a decreasing mm, supply. Those numbers are going the wrong they're, way. They're going yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. And that's been recognized at the highest level, which is wonderful for our customers, our GPs, et cetera. But it is something that needs action and it needs action quickly. So we're very focused on continuing to support the industry through that time by providing our capabilities to practices, whether that's in technology, interoperability, ways in which we can streamline their day-to-day experience and for the patient as well to make sure that we continue to improve efficiencies across the industry. And now being owned by Telstra Health, it really enables us to start to bring more of that efficiency into the conversation. So I think today is going to be great when you hear about some of the new initiatives that we're now starting to be able to deliver with the support of Telstra Health and Telstra. So, you know, it's great to have that support and know that we can service the Australian community with that support now. And then Matt, we've talked about the cloud in this industry for the last couple of years, and it's been a journey through practice management software and those from outside of the industry, I still speak to people I'm like, what do you mean? It's, you know, yeah. not, not ubiquitous and it's, it's growing and there are more practices migrating to the cloud when it comes to their practice management systems, particularly over the last couple of years. How's that helping in a clinic setting? Yeah, for sure. So one of the things we have seen is is with the acceleration of the requirements in the industry from the federal government in particular, especially through the pandemic, if we just talk briefly on that, the introduction of telehealth, mm. the ability for um, the systems to adapt to an ever-changing environment. We, we saw a lot of our practices start to recognize the the value of the cloud, being able to wake up the next day and just log into your system and it be compliant with the latest rules and regulations mm. takes that burden off general practice. You know, it's been recognized by the um, Australian government's Digital Transformation Agency that secure cloud strategy is something they want to see across the industry. And we've obviously invested heavily in that for many years now to ensure that we are ready to support that next level of efficiency. So it does things like reduces that burden in the practice, but as well as that, it enables new ways of operating and we continue to see that as the users adopt the cloud. So we have got experience of people starting up a practice and then having in the floods just recently, Mm. one of the most amazing stories we heard was one of the practices got completely flooded out. They moved back to their home and continued to service their community from home because their systems were safe in the cloud and they just needed an internet connection. And again, with the support of Telstra's infrastructure nationally, that is becoming stronger and stronger. We see that as an ever-growing opportunity to support the change that's happening in the industry. So we see uh, mobility improve for for general practice. We see that reduction in, in regulation costs in general practice, and we see new models of care being able to be supported Mm. out there. So they're real and it's happening. Yeah, they're real and they're happening, but we haven't seen widespread adoption of cloud technologies within the primary care setting. What do you say is inhibiting that greater adoption of these technologies? The the question is, is you haven't seen it yet is the answer, because like all innovation and adoption, it takes time and the doubling is the bit that catches everyone out. So the reality is, is from when we started the number of users, we just have passed 4 million consultations. So the first million, to give you an understanding, to get the first million onto the cloud was almost two years. 
the mm. last million took less than six months. Yeah, right. So we are seeing that adoption grow. And it's the same as people walking down the road and saying, when, when did electric cars come? Mm. You know, the reality is, is I, I see the adoption following a very standard adoption curve. The key thing in health is the adoption is a slightly longer period, as we know, because people want to make sure there's the appropriate safety, security, et cetera, around those, those environments. And so we continue to educate the market on what it means to be in the cloud. And now with Telstra Health and Telstra supporting that is even stronger in terms of our security presence, in terms of that ability to be able to provide a confidence around bringing your data and having us take care of that data for you. And I do feel that, you know, even in the last three years, that the conversation has really changed as a result of, I guess, you know, a lot of the things that are going on. So we've seen unprecedented bushfires, we've seen flooding, we've seen COVID. We've also seen a real uptick in cybersecurity threat. And I think all of these things are are challenging that traditional notion that actually, you know, data is more secure if it's under my desk versus in the cloud. And, you know, even I think, yeah, just in the course of my tenure at Medical Director, I've really seen a difference in the conversation that our customers are having when it comes to cloud, because these factors that are going on in their environment are really causing them to be worried about data security, about the ability to access what they need to in a time where they might not have that physical access to their practice. So, you know, I think things are really changing in this market and we've never seen as many customers reach out and ask for more information and try and get on board cloud. So it might not be there, I guess, in terms of those overall numbers, but it's certainly there in in the conversations that we're having with our customers. I found from my own experience, when it comes to the discussions that clinic owners or GPs might have about a cloud practice management system, they're very different on either side of the the coin. So in terms of deciding whether they will utilize a system, a lot of the questions might be around, is the data secure? More around the protection side and how it all works. But then once they're on the other side of the fence and utilizing it, all the discussions more about the benefits, the functionality, the connectivity and everything that way. So all of those initial questions and discussion points, they're kind of, once they're done, it's, yeah. it doesn't really come up again. Yeah, that's right. Once we're once they're over and on, that's when they start to experience those real benefits, but it is an education. So I think back to your original question, which is, you know, what might be inhibiting? It's mm. we continue to educate, yes. we continue to inform the customers. And as Louise said, though, we are seeing more and more inbound requests to understand more. So we're excited by that as well. Yeah. Well, Louise, you touched on big data really briefly earlier, and we're, we're talking about new solutions that are on the market or that they might be launching soon to help improve patient care and create efficiencies in primary care. How are, how are customers benefiting from these solutions that are coming out? Yeah, so just following on from what Matt was saying in terms of our customers really having a challenging time at the moment, we have our own practicing GP within our organisation, Dr. Charlotte Middleton, who came in and explained to our business, I guess, a day in the life of what she does. And I think it's always humbling to sort of hear just what an average day looks like for a GP. You know, the added burdens of not only a heavy workload in terms of consultations, but the things that they do, you know, in their own spare time almost to help patients create additional scripts and really help their communities in 
you know, in an unprecedented time. So some of the things that Dr. Charlotte sort of mentioned are, are really helpful in what she does is to have the ability to have some of that algorithm-driven uh, clinical decision support within the software and also having that ability to connect through patient applications, being able to share documents, being able to sort of refer in, in sort of more modern ways. So what we're trying to do in that big data space is, is probably more akin to what I like to think of as small data. You know, how as a patient can I use my individual situation, put myself at the centre of my own healthcare and use tools that between myself and the GP can help transfer information between myself and the healthcare professionals who are there to look after my care. So I think it's less about the concept of big data and more about empowering our patients and their clinicians to have data at their fingertips and to be able to use that for, for the purposes of, of getting better healthcare. It's funny, isn't it? You say big data and the mind might go to aggregating massive data sets to give really generalized information, but in healthcare, that might be important in some kind of settings. But like you say, what does that mean to the end user or to the patients? And so the giving those personalized insights, yeah, it's an interesting um, lens to make sure you've got on. So what else? Talk to me more about some of the solutions coming out that are utilizing this big data. Yeah. So I think within Medical Director, we're certainly looking at exploring a new innovation, not only for our cloud customers, but also for our customers who continue to use our on-premise software. And so using that API integration set that we sort of set up many years ago to not only bring new partner solutions to our customers, but also to bring our own cloud-based technology to our on-premise customers. And, and so, you know, some of that is packaging up some of the wonderful functionality and features of our Helix product and providing a specific workflow that is then in the cloud, but while they don't have to sort of make that big leap into the, the full patient management software in the cloud. So, you know, examples of that include what we're doing in the practice analytics space. So we have this sort of two train effective. On one train, you've got this concern heightened awareness over data usage, ensuring that any data usage is within the bounds of how it was collected and ensuring that only a limited number of people and organizations are asked touching and handling that data. And at the same time, you have another train, which is we know that we have to make better use of data. We know that we mm. have to be able to generate that insight and, and allow that to help us run our practice better, serve our patients better, create better health outcomes. So as a result of those two trains, we want to bring tools to our customers so that they can better manage the practice. So we have a, a new smart product that is doing exactly that, that brings the benefit of cloud technology, the security of the medical director environment, and the intelligence and insight that practices really need to, to be able to run a modern practice and, and to really see those novel opportunities where they might be able to actually take a leap with their practice, you know, grow their practice, maybe bring on a different kind of a, a a mix of practitioners to, to help service their community. So that's certainly one area that we're looking at. Care planning remains one of our top priorities, using care planning and creating that interoperability between our customers and the other professionals who are helping to look after their patients is, I think, high on our agenda, even more so given, I guess, the platforms across Telstra Health and that ability for us to now not just be a business about primary healthcare, but to be a business that joins up other parts of the health industry. 
patient applications, you know, they're really big on the agenda of our customers, helping that interaction between what's going on in general practice and and allowing patients to have that flexibility in, in accessing information and transferring information. This, along with some of our existing capability that the clinical decision support is really, I think, you know, cutting edge for our industry and really helping in that mission of ours to be the trusted leader in digital healthcare. Yeah, that that whole setup of being local servers and everyone on their own little island really doesn't lend itself to this concept of different tools connecting to each other and really leveraging some of the information that you've got. So it, it really does feel like the right time to be embracing, you know, getting amongst the cloud because it's where we're beyond a point where it was, say, even just a couple of years ago where it, it wasn't front of mind. Because one of the big challenges in the primary care setting is that if you're on a cloud-based practice management system, it didn't connect with anything else because everything else was based on everything Mm. being on a local server. So I think we're beyond that now too. And that's one of the, the biggest benefits is having that infrastructure right to build upon because the environment that we're in, there's going to be more and more patients and less and less GPs. So how do you build yourself to be resilient in those circumstances? I think it's yeah, going to be and, really important. And be able to adapt quickly. Mm. And so again, our ability to deploy new requirements into the market are very, very quick in a cloud solution. It's just one it's one deployment yeah. and we can deploy at any time and we do on a regular basis. So our ability to respond to the needs of the Australian population and, and the demands of the industry become far greater. Yeah. And I think we've, we've really seen that in the last couple of years with some of the initiatives which have, have come out, which, which all practices have needed to take on board, the new Medicare Web Services yeah. APIs, you know, the changes that we've seen in prescribing, both from an active ingredient perspective and an electronic prescribing perspective. And these are important public health technology um, that are required. And so, you know, for the first time ever, we've seen practices have to upgrade twice within a couple of years. And the burden of that upgrade is sort of there for everybody to see. And these same initiatives can be rolled out so quickly in cloud. And and so it's, yeah, for us, it's a case of, well, how can we make this as simple as possible and recognising that, you know, there are lots of our customers who do enjoy their on-premise systems and, and who do want to continue to use that. But how can we maybe have the best of both worlds and be able to service them for the workflows that matter in the cloud and, you know, while at the same time allowing them to use the systems that they're used to. I think it's important. So just carrying on from that, Louise, I think it's important to recognise that what you just said before, we recognise that some of our customers do like that on-premise and we are continuing to invest in our on-premise solution as well as continuing to grow the the cloud solution. So it's important. I think everyone understands we are not walking away from on-premise environments. We are still investing heavily in continuing to support them in this response as well because we recognise that people are going to take their time and choose when it is that they want to move. Also, we haven't seen general practice under such duress and stress in a long time. And so some people just need to get through these next few few months, maybe even a year to two years before they can even contemplate that thought. So just remember, we are here to support our on-premise customers as well as our cloud solution as well. And lastly, then thinking about then the future, given the circumstances, we're in the challenges that have been faced, it can... It can feel, I imagine it feels overwhelming from a healthcare provider's perspective, but it sounds like there are 
simple solutions available. I'll go to both of you for any key takeaways or, or, or final thoughts on this topic, Louise. Yeah, I think certainly the future for us is really being a part of this broader sort of Telstra health environment and the benefits that can come by being associated with Australia's largest telco provider and the opportunity that creates from a connectivity perspective, a security perspective, and just from a a backing of what we do perspective. So there's a lot that we are exploring. There are a lot of opportunities in front of us. And, you know, just within that Telstra Health sort of network, how can we work on interoperability? How can we use our own platforms to, to really add the kind of connections which our customers, not only in primary care, but across the health industry, will really find valuable through small data, through linking up individual patients so that they can seamlessly navigate their way around that health industry. Right. Matt, what about yourself? Yeah, yeah from, from my perspective, I think it's a changing time for our customers and the Australian population. As we know, people are finding it harder and harder to get in to see a GP. We hear horror stories in rural and remote areas around how you can access just basic care, let alone, you know, getting into getting into those um, acute situations. So, you know, we just want to say in conclusion that we are here to support all of those frontline people who are doing it hard, doing all the hard work for us as a population, that is. And we just want to say a big thank you, first and foremost, for all of those efforts. And we are here to continue to support you. And we will leverage, as Louise said, we will leverage everything we can around us to do that, whether that's the support from Telstra Health or Telstra in continuing to ensure that our systems are safe, secure, that we're financially strong in being able to bring new capabilities to market, or whether that's through our partnerships and continuing to engage with the industry to support new innovations that we can enable better outcomes. But they won't all come from Telstra, Telstra Health or or Medical Director. They'll come from the community and we know that very well. We get to see a lot of those great innovations and we say, come come have a chat because we definitely have an amazing platform that can enable your innovation mm. to be able to get to those critical moments of care within the Australian community. So yeah, more of the same, but doubling down to make sure that we support our customers during this rather tough time. To find out more about Telstra Health and Medical Director, go to telstrahealth.com and medicaldirector.com. Tune into the eHealth Insights podcast to stay up to date with the latest eHealth insights and news from the Telstra Health team.